Hello and welcome to Experiences and Perspectives, the podcast where we explore and reflect on how to live a healthy, joyous and creative life. I'm your host Siddharth Srivastava and our today's topic is Consciousness and Mental Well-Being. To discuss this topic, we have a compelling guest, Mahima Samraik. She is a PhD scholar at IISER Mohali, where she is pursuing her research in neuroscience and behavior. She also has her podcast, Breaking the Facts, where she gives the essence of complex concepts related to mental health and psychology. So, let's begin the talk. So, my first question is, Mahima, you are into the field of neuroscience and behavior, pursuing research in this field. These fields require high level of mm. observation skills and great amount of focus. So, do you think... any childhood memories you remember which made you inclined toward these to- domains and if yes what are they? well in particular i was very interested yeah yeah i was very interested in the field of uh, neuroscience since i was in my fifth standard because our teacher she told us that in our brain there are a lot of wires and if you take these wires off the connection goes so you can actually change somebody's behavior through modulation of these wires and i got very interested because i wanted to know you know why these things have are happening and why you know uh, i want to i want to know if i can link a uh, behavior of a person with the brain and somehow this field of neuroscience and psychology came in together called neuropsychology and recently it has picked up for approximately like for, for the past 5 years the field has picked up a lot and my thesis was also focused on neuropsychopharmacology which is like uh, knowing when you should give a drug to a particular person given on one's behavior and the sleep cycle and what happens in their brain so it was like really good knowing uh, that you know how sleep modulates uh, behavior okay. in neuroscience but uh, if if tracing back uh, if the only childhood memory that i can think of is this that my teacher opened up that book and she told us that you know there are all these connections in your brains and you can actually change these connections and the entire behavior will change so i wanted to know that if it is possible and apparently it is possible so it's pretty cool being in the field of science and knowing you know what you are doing because uh, i believe that uh, objective truth in science is very important like i do things in front of me and i see results so for me behave, like behavior psychology and neuroscience all these linked together since i was in fifth when that teacher opened that book and i was into the field ever since it's been amazing that's really a great thing since the fifth class you had decided what you are about to pursue that is that is very rare i think yeah. and you're lucky about had- that Yeah, I had absolutely no idea if I can pursue it. I had like zero idea if I I I could pursue because in India uh, there are only two things that people look for. That is either you can become an engineer or a doctor. Yeah. So I had to find my way through, pull my way through. I am still sifting my way through. I am one uh, such victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but eventually I think uh, I will find something or the other that I like doing. definitely i i wish that you find interests your your interest is really 
a most amazing thing because these things are something people like to explore more and more because every everybody talks about how to become better and the most uh, easiest thing they can uh, talk about is rewiring the brain changing the brain itself the belief system the different uh, mindset and then you could change the reality yeah i think that's really great yeah so i want to ask you one thing how would you define mental well being what are the factors which you would uh, take into account while defining it i think there is no such uh, definition of mental well being uh, it's not a you. Uni- yeah it's not a universal definition i would yeah. like to emphasize that but uh, f- according to me mental health and mental well being is a state of mind where you can function normally as a human which is as a human we are required to be kind generous that's our first instinct to be kind to be generous because everybody is going through a lot of stuff and uh, uh to reach the idealistic humanity is there we should aim for but given a lot of hurdles that come our way and uh, the difficulties that we face becoming an adult it takes a lot of lot of guts to take care of our own mental health i believe that so uh for me mental health is a state of being where i can function as being human which is basically to help others and to take care of others while taking care of my own self and i think the first step to start taking care of our own self or taking care of mental health uh is to believe that we should love our own self i think that's where i started first then i slowly gradually became more mature thinking about other people and then because i still am figuring out adulthood and it takes a lot of time to figure out adulthood i'm like i'm 23 and i'm going to turn 24 soon so i still have a lot to learn but for the past my teenage and my early 20s this is what i have learned is uh taking care of one's own self uh, giving one giving yourself priority is i think one of the main things that you should focus on when you are talking about mental health and mental well-being definitely right now i got to know you are 3 years older than me i'd been calling <laughs> you by name no it's really <laughs> fine <laughs> i thought you would be just one or one year older than me but <laughs> oh i am 23 yeah okay no i should call you ma'am no 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 you shouldn't <laughs> that's okay. okay so mental well being you mean we we are conscious enough to take care of of our own self and the people around us who we care about so now i would ask you one thing we talked about sleep last time you mentioned uh, suggested me reading a book on sleep as well why people sleep so in the current uh, times in most of the colleges like in mine as well most of the students prefer being a night person they have not no fixed uh, sleep schedule they mm-hmm. sleep uh, either 4 to 5 hours in yeah. the day whole night they are awake and yeah. right at the sunrise they get to the bed yeah so uh, what do you think should be a perfect schedule for a college student uh, to have a quality sleep i believe that the average human in general you know there's no fixed time because recent research has shown that 
people who sleep for four hours can also function normally people who sleep for seven hours also function normally people who sleep for 10 hours also function normally so there's no fixed schedule for a person whatever works best for you uh, but uh, i think like seven to eight hours is what we should aim for every night that that is the rest that we deserve and sleep is not just something that you know you need to get or like you just need to sleep because you know it's an evolutionary phenomenon and you need to sleep but sleep is very important because your entire brain wiring takes place when you are asleep your organs replenish the stem cell growth increases and you are transforming when you are asleep i would like to believe that into a better person and i personally think that whenever i'm feeling low and i have a good sleep at night when i wake up in the morning i am fresh start a new thing but given uh, technology given the education also it, which is revolving around technology now a lot of people have been spending time on the internet at nights scrolling through instagrams or whatsapp or in general uh, we've changed our schedules to fit into technology driven behavior that that has been instilled in us through as we are growing up abhi so uh i think for college students i would recommend because i myself i am a college student right now i would recommend that you know sleeping 7 hours works the best for me but for you whenever you feel sleepy you should sleep and you should sleep properly at a given stretch you should, there's not no such thing as you know i will make up for my sleep because if you miss today's sleep then there is, there is no going back then you cannot gain additional sleep if you sleep for like 4 hours more or 5 hours more or 6 hours more the next day so i i believe that that, that is very important and uh, even like see i am from shimla so we sleep a lot because the weather is very cold but for me to shift to a very warm place like mohali was very difficult because i my sleep schedule was also very you know hampered but i believe like slowly and steadily if you make changes in your own self take care of your own body and then you know mental health mental well being and sleep both of them linked together i think you will see drastic changes in yourself as a person too so that is very important so to college students that is what i would recommend what are your thoughts on being a morning person or a night person because you mentioned about sleep at least 7 to 8 hours that's okay yeah, but yeah. should the sleep should we sleep for those 7 to 8 hours in the night or spread it for the whole day like uh, naps in the afternoon and a 5 hour stretch in the night yeah so i would recommend getting a full blown sleep at night and also sleeping after lunch in the afternoon is the idealistic way to go because uh, there's a culture in japan where you have lunch and you are mandatory told to sleep because after having lunch and sleeping for approximately 40 minutes 90 minutes is an, an entire sleep cycle uh, after sleeping for 90 minutes uh, the workers wake up and they are fresh to work like they work like anything so there are very big corporate chains who have incorporated sleep into their work ethic and that is very new uh, i think in india may itna we don't know that much but abroad uh, people have recognized the importance of sleep so much is what i am telling you so uh, 
and being the question about having being a morning person or night person i think it depends world favors a morning person right now all the corporate chains work in the morning people go to work in the morning and we have this time because sun is up and then we are working and then when the sun is down we are supposed to sleep that's how evolutionary we've been we are diurnal animals but uh also like you can be a night person and still work but the world wouldn't favor you that much i'm not saying that you know you should you should be a morning person but right now as the world works it's better to be a morning person than a night person okay yeah you mentioned about uh, software corporates favoring sleep yeah recently one of my senior who is placed at amazon uh, hyderabad uh, he told me that there is a cabin for sleep in their office they yeah, can yeah. sleep any time when they are stressed up and then they can continue with the work yeah so uh, these things are getting growing up in india as well for me my sleep schedule is like i sleep between midnight and 1 and wake up between around 5 at least around 5 hours of sleep at most and then rarely i sleep in the afternoon for at least 1 to 2 uh, hours is that am i sleep deprived or am i okay i don't know are you that depends on you are you able to function properly with the sleep cycle that you are having are you having any health issues no are you able to function and focus in classes and do your homework and everything properly everything's That's fine good. Yeah then I think it works I mean it depends on person to person so for me I absolutely need the 7 hour sleep like without that I become very cranky and like I cannot function properly and I have a very strict morning routine so I if I don't sleep properly I won't wake up and I won't be able to follow the routine so that is uh, that depends on person to person again you know yeah yeah sometimes it happens that I am I feel lazy after waking up late for me i started to get wake up early since the childhood it's my family culture to wake up before sunrise mm-hmm. so earlier when i was in schools i used to wake up at around 6 then after getting to college my time uh, i began yeah. to wake up at 5 and sometimes even 4 i wake up before sunrise so and now my body is like whenever i wake up very late after 7 my whole day is fully stressed out my yeah, whole day headache goes on for the day so i prefer waking up before sunrise and then enjoying the whole day see what i would suggest is you should follow if you are getting proper sleep by studying about sleep cycle so an average human sleeps about uh 90 minutes like a sleep cycle comprises of 90 minutes and a good night sleep consists of 2 to 3 cycles of these 90 minutes so putting this together we need a 6 to 7 hour sleep if also you are sleeping in the afternoon you have to make sure that your sleep cycle is completed because if you wake up in like proper deep rem sleep and somebody wakes you up when you are already you know paralyzed your your body is completely paralyzed when you are in rem sleep and suddenly someone shocks you to wake you up then you will feel stressed eventually but if you if you have uh, this idea of waking up exactly after 90 minutes when you are sleeping or waking up exactly after 7 hours which is proper like 2 to 3 2 to 3 cycles of your sleep which means 2 to 3 dreams you will be getting 
or two to three you you might not be getting it's not related to dreams but i'm talking about average sleep cycle completing a sleep cycle okay. yeah that is very important even like these are all myths so i think if you dive into research and you will see videos also on the internet about you know uh, chronologists sleep scientists basically telling you that you know you need to have a proper sleep cycle instead of focusing on proper sleep so there's this myth going around that you know 10 minutes nap say bahut zyada effectively you will work no 10 minutes nap will make you more drowsy because you are entering into a state where your body is getting into the sleep cycle state and suddenly somebody is jolting you up and then you absolutely have no idea what you are doing so yeah that i think people need to understand and i think schools and colleges need to emphasize a lot on teaching about all these things mental health well being uh, and sleep science is something that we need to function eventually as humans so there are a lot of things that are not taught and that is what makes me sad yeah, yeah. but given the power of the internet i think now students should be able to you know demit a lot of myths that have been carried around from generations to generations okay so i think i need i need to focus more on completing sleep cycles rather than completing a particular amount of time yes yes exactly okay. i got you <laughs> sleep is a really important thing in the last meet we had the most important thing i got from you was breathing i had been yeah. trying that thing for since that uh, very day i'm i'm trying to practice uh, the, uh, your breathing technique in most of the things i do every day at least 10 to 15 minutes i'm like just sitting in my balcony observing everything and just uh, trying to uh, uh, do the things which you said about breathing so can you please explain what breathing is and how one can use it to make uh, himself better in his day to day life uh like i said you know previously also that breathing is something that we do naturally as humans and we don't appreciate it that much so i think for a lot of us to appreciate what is naturally happening in our body will make us realize how much our body does for our own self and given how much pressure that students put and teachers put and professors put on us as college students i believe that you know taking a break and realizing that our body is doing so much for ourselves and appreciating it is very very important so like when life is trying to drown you with all the assignments and you know future prospects and career insecurities then i think i also just go out in my balcony and i just i'm thankful that you know i am breathing i'm alive and the feeling makes me feel so good that you know like at least i am able to breathe there is somebody somewhere that is not right now there's somebody somewhere without limbs there's somebody somewhere without eyes and i am worrying about these incon- like weird things then you look up at the sky and then you are just realizing that you are just dust on a blue dot which is floating through space so absolutely when things don't make sense and we are trying to make sense out of it i think it's very important to just take a break and realize breathe and realize that we should be thankful to be alive because we as generation we as our generation has been forgetting it mm-hmm. and given the internet i would like to say yeah it is like a two sided face thingy given the internet our self worth is being questioned our uh, 
identity is being questioned our um, belief system is being questioned we are being made able, we are we are able to believe that you know these are the beauty standards that we should fix to or this is a financial thing that i should go to we are being sold all these ideas without us knowing so taking a break from all these things appreciating being in nature and just breathing is very very important for our generation and it's very important for mental health well-being as well okay this again is going to be the best thing i am going to take away from you at <laughs> least for, for for now breathing i tried to do that every day and i really felt the change um the for the whole day i do two things which make me feel the best first is every morning i do yoga and meditation hmm. after doing the meditation i am at most peaceful level i feel the complete joy and bliss for 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 the till the noon and after the noon at evening mostly i try to practice this breathing i sit in my balcony i am at the 7th floor and right beside my hostel there is the ganga river just about 5200 meters away so it's so cool to watch ganga river flowing and i am just sitting in my balcony watching all the waves and trying to be grateful for all the things i have and zooming out on things as you said we are just a little dots in the roaming in the space so i try to do that and it feels so good really mm-hmm. yeah i know it feels very good when you uh, take a moment to just breathe and be thankful for where you are right now because that's what like i tell myself this a lot that 5 year old me had absolutely no idea that i will be doing a masters from an indian institution and a 10 year old me had absolutely no idea that what i would be pursuing but i am doing those things now so maybe the future is not that you know clear right now i know it's clouded but i will get there so why worry now so much so i think taking a break taking like appreciating the moment being in the moment is very important yeah cuz we are all yeah. always working towards our goal thinking about the future because yeah. most of the our goals are like 5 year goals 10 year goals after 10 years i would be achieving this thing this thing this thing mm-hmm. so mostly i'm worried about am i doing those things which would get me there or am i just wasting my time so to keep a balance with that we need to practice breathing and try to be in the present moment and be grateful and embrace that we uh, are doing things which would uh, definitely get us there either in 10 years or 15 years but it will we need to believe that i think so that's a really important thing you told me that's really mm. good <laughs> okay we talked about uh, sh- observation skills sleep wellness uh do you think there is a relation between these things breathing wellness observation skills towards consciousness yes Our... absolutely absolutely yes the very essence the very essence of if you you say you practice yoga you practice yoga right the very essence of yoga is to breathe you know what they say they say that the deeper the asana is you know your body cannot do it but when you relax and when you tell your body that you know you breathe you breathe deep the more deeper you are able to stretch is what i have felt you know 
and uh, this is tapping into our own consciousness then this is making us believe things that you know maybe some other person might not be able to do maybe some other person might not be able to do the butterfly asana as well as i am doing just because i am breathing right so breathing is the essence of life and yoga takes it out and makes us do things that previous us would not be able to do so the very idea of yoga is to master our own breathing it's not to do asanas at all but it's to master our own breathing and once we learn to master our own breathing i don't think anything in the world can stop us or anything in the world can tell us you know you cannot do this because the entire world will be against us but if we given to our if we listen to our own consciousness tap into it and through yoga or through meditation or through any other practice that works best for you even workout even uh, there is something called pilates even with that like it's the very essence of it is to breathe so uh, once we master that i don't think anything can stop us so and eventually when your consciousness listens to you you breathe and you realize that you know things are going to be fine then your mental well health and well being also start to be a little bit up so uh, it starts there it, the 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 work starts with us i think okay so all are interconnected interconnected and the essence of all these things it to, is to get within ourselves understands our functionality and try to embrace our inner positivity and the spiritual consciousness yes i am a very uh, die hard and believer of getting to know ourselves through spirituality my family has also been linked with spirituality for a really long time and uh, there is a science behind spirituality which is to tap into our own consciousness and understand things by you know mastering our own breaths our own breathing our own the sense of what we can control and right now i think what we can control inside our body pumping we cannot control we cannot con- but what we can control is the amount of oxygen that's going in right now and the amount of carbon dioxide that is coming outside right now so breathing is the essence of it and uh, tapping into our own consciousness through it is something that you know i would really want to do and i am still i mean maybe i'll get there some day but i'm still practicing it every day okay you answered the next question which was which i had prepared it was like what are your views on this thing if we are able to embrace our spiritual consciousness we are definitely uh growing in all the necessary necessary fields of our life yeah yeah that is true i mean once you attain moksha which is like uh, this blissful state of not wanting more and being happy with what you have and where you are i think everything that has been bothering you all those relatives taunting you that you are not getting anywhere in your life or your parents being worried about your future or you know uh, your friends not believing in you or fights happening in your home everything just eventually fades away but this is a very idealistic situation to be in we live in the real world where we have to face consequences a lot and we are only human so um, but reminding ourselves daily is very important so like you said like to take a moment 15 minutes a day 20 minutes a day to just 
be with ourselves journal or like breathe or take a walk or work out or be with dogs outside be with nature it's just it'll nourish your own soul like you take a bath every morning to nourish your body i think nourishing soul is also something which is very important so that is there in the past few months like in my 2023's new year resolution one of the thing was i would read bhagavad gita every day but uh, i wasn't able to read it continually in the january but since february i am reading it at least 5 days a week so while reading the scripture i am like getting more and more knowledge and knowledge about the spiritual concepts and getting to know my inner self like you mentioned about uh, moksha and other things right now i am in the chapter 6 which is about uh, yoga only and the it has been discussed about the eight fold yoga system yeah so these things i am learning and i think uh, uh, getting into these things are really important to embrace our spiritual consciousness cause that's the easiest thing i guess cause when we dive into other sides of spiritual things we get confused about what is right what is wrong but i think the biggest scripture the one uh, said uh, himself by the spiritual lord lord shri krishna bhagavad gita it is the best thing which we could read to get to know about ourselves and become our best self yeah scriptures also teach you the same thing that you know everything that is going around you doesn't have to make sense right now and maybe even in future things are eventually going to change everything is temporary and you're going to lose connections all the time in your life the only thing that will stay with you is your own body and eventually that will give up too when you die so by the time that we are alive that we have been told to live here and the number of breaths that we have been given if we master our own inner self through the journey of life which is through it can be anything meditation yoga or you know like taking a walk or being with family i don't know anything that works anything that nourishes your soul it's very important to do that and i don't know like i don't know how people get so involved in like life in general because coming to the end of it nothing makes sense here and we are still trying to make sense of everything around us yeah everything will be lost we are going to die soon and nobody is going to remember us after our grandchildren which is around 150 years or so nobody is going to know my voice or that i existed but we still play parts here and we are supposed to because that is what we've been told to by the higher power or you know in general how humanity is working so being a science student my inner self tells me that there is nothing in this world that was created everything came from dust but i do believe that you know there is some power out there be it its scientific force or be it a higher creation that is making us you know work towards a collective goal which is to know ourselves that is the ultimate goal of life rest is all of no use yeah i mean it is of use to worldly duties not you have real to pay use. yeah i mean it is of i mean you are son to somebody you are grandson to someone you are friend to someone we are playing that part very nicely and we have to 
but simultaneously we also have to give ourselves time to know who we are and what we are here for so that is very difficult to do but i think giving ourselves 15 minutes a day is the least that we can do for our own souls so yeah yeah that's really good getting to know into getting to know ourselves is definitely the best thing you mentioned what i was about to say <laughs> forgot <laughs> it's okay it's okay yeah like you said we are you are a science student i am a science student we are working towards our, our certain goals but at the end like i am about to get placed as a software developer but i am not really excited to get into that jo- get get that job uh, it is just the motivation that i will get the money that's why i have to do it it's not like i i have to become a good software developer i would create applications websites to create an impact nothing like that cause i have seen my seniors working there my other relatives working in the software field it's one of the highest it's one of the job professions which has the highest suicide rates most depressed people are software developers so <laughs> how can a, a person uh, have a goal to get into a profession which has the highest depression rate <laughs> it makes no sense but the one thing which motivates to keep working doing practicing coding for our four five hours a day is the money and money is itself is nothing <laughs> so what so we need to that's why we need to focus on knowing ourselves only then we would uh, have at least one reason to live our life fully and be happy with what we have yeah yeah that is absolutely true maybe like the world will realize it when we are there is a quote right which says that when the last tree will fall from the planet earth that is when we will realize the importance of nature we as humans are inherently very greedy people so um the the greed that we carry inside of us is something that uh, i don't know it's it's a very human thing to do you know to make money but to make money more than we Maybe. require is that really worth it i mean to have three mercedes when you are using one to have 15 different cooks when you are without a family to have 15 different life partners giving divorce when you can be with one single person for the rest of your life to have like 15 different meals and eat alone rather than eat with a family i think these are the questions that we need to think about when we are making a career and uh, i guess like our generation uh, given the hustle culture that there is is very difficult to you know take that thing out of our heads but uh, eventually in future when we realize it i hope it's not too late for us you know yeah. that our parents are still around and our friends are around and we are not mere strangers who are locked in a room and doing coding 24/7 just to make money for ourselves and not being able to spend time so there should be a balance to everything i believe that's what i fear working a whole day towards something which is unvaluable at all yeah cuz it's Very not difficult. like a it's a, i think it's a necessity in the current generation cuz in india we have no choice we have to make money cause uh, i'm a, i'm from a middle class family so 
the one thing which my parents took told me and i hear around is only if you have good enough money you would money. be happy yeah so, that is as i heard this all along, along my childhood my schooling so that's what my mindset is like i have to work hard get the money then i would be happy but that now is- I, and now i'm reading these scriptures and talking to different people i'm i am getting to know that that's not the reality the reality is be knowing ourselves and ha- being with peace with where our with our current self is what will give us true happiness and not just earning money and uh, getting our brain stressed out <laughs> it won't do anything like there should be a balance to everything so we need to earn money i'm not saying that that is bad to thrive in the world when there is inflation jab mehngai badh rahi hai is something that uh, people stress on a lot the healthcare bills are very high and uh, i'm also from a middle class family i understand what you're saying but uh, we also need to balance it out with not burning ourselves out in the process of making money that is very important to learn and given how engineers are exploited based on the fact that you know they they are being told that you know you are just money making people <laughs> i have never heard an engineer go into spirituality till now or uh, get to know himself or themselves sorry irrespective of their gender but uh, now as i also i also used to think you know money used to will make us happier you know but it's not the truth it's absolutely not the truth having a balance it's, is the most important yes, thing yes it's the most important thing that we should aim for in our life not just making money there needs to be a balance to everything even like the natural resources that we are taking from mother nature there needs to be a balance and until that last tree falls i will always remember that quote that people will still be hungry and when the last tree falls then people will realize that you know what we have done and what at what cost just mere paper which is money that's all yeah yes few last week only it was world earth day and mm-hmm. many people quote um, created quotes on it and reels about it that is it's 2023 uh, at the rate of 80000 acres of deforestation every day so according in that rate in 2020 in 2045 we won't be celebrating earth day <laughs> Yeah. there won't be any tree left yeah that is true yeah. but i believe like if our generation gets to know where we are going wrong then things might stop right now but we have been we are being fed with weird stuff since our childhood and we need to unlearn a lot of things as we are growing up because we have to prepare the next generation for the climate up change that is about to take place because of what people have been doing so far Yeah. yeah what are your thoughts on this thing that most of the answers unanswerable topics in the scientific world could be answered through the text the scriptures of the old indian mythology uh, like the purans vedas and upanishads could that be the case yeah that is absolutely true see being a science student myself i believe this because science cannot find the answers to everything right there needs to be there needs to be uh, some things that you know which science has yet 
to answer and to do and to find like we are having we are, we are discovering a lot of things that was already discovered by these people like thousands of years back in vedas and in like in qurans we've we've we we had the evidence in front of us but we chose to neglect it because we wanted samne se ki hame dikhao you know because science is like observing and having an evidence in front of you and then based on that you you know draw conclusions but uh, the case with uh, mythology was that there was no evidence we only had these texts and to believe the texts out of the blue is something that you know humans refuse to do specifically observationists uh we tend to believe to have an evidence first and then we draw conclusions from it but uh to uh to be a science student now and i'm going to be a postgraduate soon uh seeing things uh, the way that i see as a scientist versus the way that i see as a theist when i read these books uh is very different and very same too sometimes because they have answers to some things that science doesn't and what vedas don't tell us is evidence is what science tells us so i think combining these two if there is a way which is very difficult because science and religion are something that is a very controversial topic that i don't want to get into but uh, if there is a way uh, i would like to you know pursue both what are the things you practice every day to try to embrace your spiritual consciousness like you mentioned you do some things what are they well i i am with myself like i am comfortable being alone because the idea of myself being alone for a while was very scary for me i am a very anxious person in general but ever since i have been practicing breathing and exercising and you know being with nature and being with kids in general uh, small kids they tell you that how inconsequential things are what you're worrying about sometimes you need to sit down with children and have a talk to realize that yes maybe what i am thinking right now is not that important you know so um, i think uh, that uh, is what calms me down a lot when i have my anxiety and panic issues and uh, i have a small sister she is in fifth standard right now so talking to her helps a lot for me so in general also i tell people like talk to people where there is a generational age gap there's a 10 like there's a 10 year gap between me and her and there is like a 28 year gap between me and my father so talking to people who are from two different generations sometimes gives you a lot of perspective that you know you yourself as a youngster are trying to figure out uh, you have your parents to look up to and you have these mm-hmm. children to look up to for answers to the questions don't uh, so i so i tell my friends also like just talk to like intergenerational people sometimes that helps a lot gaining perspective i know friends help a lot but uh, they are also going through the same stuff as we are so getting perspective from somebody who's elder and getting perspective who's somebody who's small will tell you that what you have done so far is just amazing and you are like their idols or something like that it really motivates me to do a lot of stuff and talking to my father helps me a lot to gain perspective about how should i go in life forward so that is that and i That's practice really yeah and i practice this almost every day 
like whenever i have some issue i will either talk to my sister or i'll talk to my father and i'll get opinions of both and then i will draw what should i do based on my own experiences but uh, so far i think communication helps a lot okay i do find i find this really amazing i practice this not practice this it is like uh, my mom told me after you get to the hostel call me at least two times a day so after i have my breakfast i call her have a talk and after have my i have my dinner i call her and have a talk and for at least once a week i talk to my brother as well as my grandpa so it's like a routine but as you said we can draw much more pers- much more from just the talk yeah. we could get a new perspective about different things yeah i share some most of my problems with my mom and she uh, every time the solution which she gives is the perfect one mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just that uh, i don't understand it at the right time that's i regret my whole life that's okay. <laughs> whatever she told is about to happen that's always about to happen but i'm yeah. like you don't know anything yeah <laughs> but now i'm understanding it we neglect what our parents say when we are teenagers and you know children but eventually like as we grow old we realize you know what they said was absolutely right so we should listen to our parents a lot <laughs> yeah that's really important thing because uh, i recently draw a conclusion for myself because in the past 4 5 months i got ghosted from all the important people which i had in my life though some online some in real time i got a lot of ghostings then i draw a conclusion that there are only uh, uh, some only uh, exist our family our parents that are the only people who would exist in our life forever yeah. until they are on for uh, since uh, for the time they are on the, on this planet Yeah. None of the other people are going to stay in our life uh, forever. They just have a time in our life they will stay till then and after that span is over they will just fly away and we can't control that. Mm, we can't. So giving value as much we can to our parents is I'm trying to follow and uh, get it into my mindset and my, as my belief. Mm. That is good. these days you know that is good because in colleges uh, people just forget that their parents exist they don't even call them i've seen in my college that's yeah. a trend like there's been days when moms call their children and uh, they don't even pick up saying that you know they shouted them saying why are you calling so many times or like i'm working right now we need to understand the viewpoint that they come from also is very solid and this is like the truth of life whatever your parents will think will think for your own benefit even though you might think that you know it's harming you right now in 10 years down the line or 30 years down the line you it will strike back that yes they took this decision just for our own good so that is very important to remember definitely so i i would never question whatever my yeah. father does never i'm still trying to learn it i began to earlier i was like a naughty kid i didn't 
respected my parents enough which i regret now but during the time of covid due to the situations which happened in my family and around in the surrounding i got to know how important they are and since mm-hmm. then every time i ever raise my voice even for a big thing or a small thing i am too much regretting for the whole next few days like something similar happened today like today after doing the exercises and the stuff i was feeling very tired i didn't felt like calling mom after the breakfast i just slept then she called me and said uh, you are getting too busy these days you won't call either i said i have my exams in a week i am i have got no time to call you and some other stuff and shouted on her then i couldn't sleep <laughs> i was like why did i said that after 2 uh, or 3 hours i called her again said sorry and talked to her for half an hour and then now i'm feeling like okay it happens sometimes like we can't control it either but uh, if it is it gets into my belief that it's wrong it is wrong for a minute it's wrong for an hour never ever question my parents then i would be happy always yeah that is true <laughs> what are the five greatest learnings you had till now which you would try to keep as your life lessons five greatest learnings that i would want to keep as life lesson right now i mean it might change in future right first it as i might change but at the yeah. moment you would like to advise me as well as other people like me um well uh, we are we don't have that much of an age gap but uh, like what yeah. i went through yeah <laughs> I was just what i went through when i was uh, in my late teens is something that i used to doubt what my parents wanted for my future and i used to think that you know what they are what they are recommending is something that will never give me happiness the college that i wanted to go to and the college that i went to um are different and i now when i look back it makes sense so first thing as we discussed at the last is never question your parents they are always right always right i mean 99% cases they are right then uh, the 1% maybe they might be wrong because circumstances change but 99% of the cases your parents whatever they want is for the best of you so never question your parents secondly it's a very important to take care of our mental health like i had absolutely no idea how important mental health and well-being is till i was called to a brim where i collapsed in front of everyone and i couldn't speak i had a panic attack that's when i started to realize that you know talking about panic attacks and like uh, openly in public and telling people that it is important that taking care of mental health is as important as brushing your teeth i say that so it's very important to take care of our mental health and well-being putting it first is important third you have to unlearn a lot of things in life we have been fed a lot of lies since we were child since we were children and our relatives will try to make our lives miserable by telling us you know the career that as you are choosing is horrible or you know people will question you a lot but remember your parents will be with you your friends will be with you whom you trust 
and you yourself are with yourself and when you yourself are with yourself then mm. there's no force in the world that can stop you fourth is to sleep properly i regret a lot uh, when the internet came i used to not sleep at all uh, sleep at all meaning 2 to 3 hours a night and it has impacted a lot of my health as well i got pcos which is uh, the cysts in my uterus polycystic ovarian syndrome because of my irregular sleep schedule my mental health was gone because of my regular sleep schedule i was not able to function properly as a human and i was cranky all the time so it's very important so don't neglect your sleep it's very tempting to give in to the sensation with netflix and prime and all these things and friends hanging out college get outs at night but once in a while it's fine but not every day then the final thing is you know it's like to breathe it's the essence of life and to master the essence of life is something that i would like to live by always and i don't think this is going to change anytime soon now so yeah these are i mean first i mean the middle three might change but the first one is the ultimate truth and the last one is something that i will live by forever definitely breathe and never question your parents the most important thing yeah <laughs> it was great to have you on my show my show mahima and um, we talked about observations breathing your greatest learnings consciousness spirituality and they all were you amazingly described each of those concepts in detail and i got the essence of all those things hope my listeners also get the same vibe which i got and it was amazing to have you on my show thank, thank you. you so much for being on my show did you enjoy it i did i did i mean we did this before and uh, it didn't go through which is also good because you know i got to talk a little bit more with you about a lot of things that i'm interested in and uh, it was good talking to you and uh, yeah the i hope like this reaches out a lot of people who you know still think that you know they can just be in closet and you know not talk about mental health or well being or spirituality in open so i hope this episode reaches a lot of people out there and i'm able to help that's all great thank you so much yeah, that's all you. for today see you next time till then stay sane and keep exploring bye bye